Welcome to our studio, and this is a studio living project. I'm Sam. I'm Lam. I'm Scarlett, and we are your classmates for this semester. Okay, welcome back to the studio living project. I'm Sam. I'm Scarlett. I'm Lam. I hope everyone's doing fine. Yeah, so, so far so good. Yeah, I, I mean we're good. We're good. Yeah, it's, we're good. It's just another day, another weekend. Another day, another week, another month, another year. But we record this. Yeah. Record every weekend. Um, So, yeah. So, without without delaying, we just jump straight into the topic. So, today we will be talking about finding a direction after graduation. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you decide where to go after graduation? So, uh, just a bit of uh, background. So... Lam, what are you currently doing now? I am working in a beam consultancy firm as a beam architect. Yeah, so that's what I do um, after my graduation. I did a lot of things, but currently that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, so Scarlett, what about you? Uh, So right after graduation, I did the traditional route which was to architectural firms. So my internship and then my work until now has been with architectural firms. Yeah. Still so, a part one. Still working as yeah. a part one for yeah. for close to for almost three years now. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess we're all part ones because none of us here have taken mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Yet. It's a long but road. I'm in the same boat as Lam. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as Heck, we are colleagues. <laughs> we are yeah, colleagues. they actually work together. Exactly. We work together. <laughs> we have here. the same boss. Uh, but right now, we're not working together. <laughs> yeah. Because we're all working from home. Exactly. And, yeah. So, um, now, just flashback. Flashback to two years. Or three years, actually. Three years uh, from now, when we graduated. Oh, you mean three years ago? So, what have you planned? Yeah, three years ago, we, we are we graduated from school three years ago. And what what have you planned for yourself during that period? Like, straight out of the gate, what do you want to do? Scarlet, go. Uh, to be honest, my I was very ambitious. When I went to architecture school, I was like, yuck. I know what I want to do, I know what I want to like, I knew I knew what I needed to do to get there. So I was like, okay, I'll be 22 when I graduated. Uh, so 22, uh, then I'll go for my master's the same year because I graduated in May. So I was like, okay, yes, I'm going to go for my master's in September. Then I'm going to study for two years and then I'll graduate by the time I'm like 25 and then work for two years and then go for like my part three exam in two years and then I'll get my AR by like 27. So that was like a very ambitious goal, right? (laughs) And (laughs) yeah, and I, I told myself like, oh yes, I want to be an architect by the time I'm 30. You know, Mm. the, the goal is still there. But I, but I feel like the steam has sort of like, uh, sort of died down. Down a bit. Like, yeah, it, yeah the down. momentum has sort of like died down. 
uh, also because partly because of COVID, but also partly because like mm. I I don't see it as like a big rush right now. Yeah. Or rather, I don't see the huge rush for it right now. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now, what about you? It's glad. It's glad. I'm glad to see that I'm not the only one who made plans <laughs> like. Oh, after graduation, I want to work for two years, and then after that, I'm going to masters for two years, and after that, probably I'll have some time to get my part three before thirty. So that's my goal. But oh uh, yeah, so it's I'm glad to see I'm not like the only in in fact one, but FYI, right? Yeah, yeah, you were saying FYI, um, Scarlett is the most passionate in architecture out of that's all true. of us. I can I can safely say that. No. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the opposite of like you guys. Like you guys have like all these plans, and I had no plans. I had zero plans after graduation. <laughs> all I wanted to do was make money. Like, I think you can tell. Like, out of three of us, I'm the least passionate one because <laughs> I was so burnt out. Okay, I was so burnt out from my, um degrees it was just too much for me and my mental health was not going great and yeah just i did not have a goal after graduation at all uh what i wanted to do was just like hey i want to like make money and i know architecture firms don't make a lot of money i'm not sure about everywhere mm-hmm. else but at least in malaysia you don't get to make a lot of money as a part one graduate mm. so I wanted to deviate from architecture and probably go into construction or um, development uh, industry, basically being a developer itself. And but I ended up doing a lot of things instead. Like yeah, I I did architecture firms almost a year. Um, but yeah, that those were my like. I wouldn't say passion, but like it was my route that I saw, like I could see myself going into, uh, rather than mm. purely going for like my license as an as a licensed architect. But along the way, I have my doubts here and there. Like, hey, I already done my part one. Like, why not go for you know go all the way? Like, why stop halfway, right? But then there's I don't know. There's there's a lot of doubts. Like, I still do um, from time to time. But I don't see myself going into the field like how you guys envision in the first place. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. I, I guess. I I have to say, I have to say like during during studio, we did talk about like our goals and ambitions after we graduated because like we were graduating and that was what's on our minds and I remember having a conversation with Sam like we were the same like we wanted to uh, proceed we wanted to have all these ambitions we wanted to like be an architect by the time we're 30 and I remember Lam was a little bit more like up in the air you know because yeah yeah it was it was a pretty stressful time as well you know finals were coming up final project was coming up so it was a lot. Yeah, it was crazy times. But looking back at it now, I feel like it was partly partly very like uh very naive. Mm-hmm. Could I say that? Like it's a yeah. it's partly naive, but also 
looking back, it's it's like interesting to see like okay, there was this person that sort of had this drive before. Mm-hmm. E- like even as I'm going through like hard times now, it's nice yeah. to see like you know there was this person behind before. Yeah, thinking back, thinking back the yeah. past you. It's sort of like your motivation to to move forward, right? Yeah. I so yeah. about okay. Now we jump forward to your end goal. Let's say, um, let's say fifty years, we'll all be old old people. But what 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 is your end goal in <laughs> your career if you have one? So Scarlett, you're the ambition one. The one with ambition. So, <laughs> what's your end goal? <laughs> what's your end game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. End game. Uh, by mm. by the time in fifty years time, I will be like seventy. So, fifteen or fifty? Yeah, I heard, say fifty. I yeah. heard fifty. Fifty, oh right? God. I don't know if I'll be alive. Okay, just just yeah. hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Think positive thoughts. No, no you'll okay. be alive. I'll, I'll drag you. I'll drag you yeah. along. Life. <laughs> it's got real dark. Off the grave. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. What's your end game? Dig you out the grave for the fifty years. So I'll be so pissed. Right. So, so what's your end? Okay. Okay. Go on. Go on. Yeah, but coming back, <laughs> okay. My end game, right. I think, is always to be an architect. Uh, uh, hopefully, I'll be doing this until like I die, or right. you know, maybe like I choose to retire. Who knows? You know. I mean, mm. most architects work until like they are pretty old, and my boss actually did say, you know, you architects produce our best works. When they are fifty, so okay. mm-hmm. by the time I'm seventy, I've only been producing yeah. like probably twenty yeah. years of good work. Yeah, you get what I mean. So it's like it's sort of like gain like yeah. still still ongoing. So hopefully I'll be still doing that by the time I'm seventy. So oh tune my- back <laughs> in in fifty years if you're still doing wow. this. Yes, <laughs> we'll be talking for fifty years. We're we'll gonna be, be spitting those... fire for fifty years. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll be talking for fifty years. Anyway, um, you'll be sick of us. Yeah. I just don't know if the Earth is is still around for fifty years. Anyway, I used to think, uh, I used to think like that, um, just like Scarlet. But I'm like having second thoughts. Like, I do. Do I really want to work until I'm old, when I can like, you know, enjoy. Uh, doing what I like. I mean, I mean, yes. Um, architects, when they are old, they probably stay because of passion. But um, for me, I think my interests have been a bit uh, uh, diverted. Let's just say because I, for me, I like trying out a lot of new stuff. And for me, I might just I don't know. Um, mm. I might have my own practice um, next time, and 
I might go into teaching and I don't know maybe just um, sit down and enjoy the fruits of my labor in 50 years <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah so now what's your what's your end game yeah I mean that's that's also like yeah that's also like an end goal um for me I don't know I guess for me it's always has been yes I okay initially I always thought of having my own firm not doing architecture in particular but like some sort of a multidisciplinary sort of thing and I had the opportunity to do that at a young age and which is which was just like last year and I realized that doing your own business is not easy it's hella not easy unless I mean yes even though we have connections here and there we have sort of a little bit of resources to go to go by and mind you you'll be making losses for like the first year right I mean I didn't but like it's expected but along the way I realized I do still want to have my own firm but in order to get to the big boys mm. and girls you have to have a lot and a lot a lot a lot of resources which is something that I realized right after I started my own company and now I told I, I told myself uh, before getting a job I told myself like hey you know what this is the first like, I, I'm, I'm back to square one and I'm I have to build up my resources again from here and you know try to achieve what I want to achieve in the end so I always wanted to do that and I know that uh, design is not my forte but I'm aiming for something more of a management sort of job like that's what I'm looking for because I know that's what I'm good at I mean you could always partner with someone who is good at design (laughs) Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So... Yeah. That's that's obviously that's the that's the goal. Right. right, right. In future. So 50 years from now, I do want to see myself being like I don't know, like CEO of something, like my own, you know, my like my own company and stuff. Like that's what I yeah. aim for. <laughs> I yeah. I think in the end. But yeah. I don't yeah. want to be rich, okay? <laughs> it's, I, I don't, mean, it's good to dream I don't big. want to be broke all my life. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That's, that's, yeah. What, that's what we don't want to be broke. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I mean, to dream big is to like, start small. Like, you have small goals in between to aim for yeah. the big ones. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so mind you, after hearing your end goal, like, what... Definitely. What is the driving force for you to achieve that end goal, that that end game? <laughs> so, um, Scarlett. Uh, the driving force to reach end game, I think, for anyone who studies architecture, is quite a uh, clear cut. You know, you go for your degree, mm-hmm. then you go for your master's, then you go for accreditation and become a registered architect. 
that is the traditional route. But I would say that there has been a lot of people that I've met that have said that, you know, you don't actually have to go for your accreditation. You don't have to go for the title if you don't want to. You know, if you don't plan on owning your own firm, if you don't plan on like, having your own company, and have liabilities. you just like, you know, like design, you like to manage the projects, but you don't necessarily want to sort of kind of, yeah. So like it, you, you could choose not to go for the yeah. title. You know, I've, I've met a lot of my colleagues who are like that. And they're perfectly content with where they are. You know, they like to do designs yeah. and that's what they do. They don't like to do yeah. all the paperwork. They don't like to like handle all the governmental side of things. So I'm keeping my options open. Uh, accreditation is definitely like a, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it's definitely better overall. You know, having the accreditation is better than none. Yeah, but it's it's keeping. I'm just keeping my options open. Uh, but definitely is to build up the skills, build up my experience in architecture nice. firms because that's where I nice, want to nice. be. Nice, nice. And yeah, I, I think I'm um, on track now. Yeah. Hopefully. My driving force it is yeah. actually. What about you, Sam? Um, just, just, just being happy, like for. Just being happy to do my work. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's kind of like a silly goal, but uh, if you think about it, I mean, you spend your whole mm. life working anyway, so why not be, be happy doing it, right? But currently, what I am doing um, actually deviated from the traditional pathway. Uh, I'm more mm. uh, towards doing BIM right now. Which I am learning a lot of stuff um, technically, of course, uh, on software and and uh, construction, but but that's not let's not go there. Uh, but what I want to touch on is I am thankful to do beam because um, for me I'm more personally inclined towards technology which um, I can basically pick up a software uh, given enough time exploring it <laughs> um, which, which is quite fast probably like one week I can I can start to uh, yeah. use software but um, software prof- proficiency aside I I think um, being happy to do my work is like my driving force I want to get a company that is happy that I'm happy with and if it means that I have to set up my own company to be happy then yeah I'll probably do that what about Lam? hmm driving force to reach the end goal for me right what I think is how I want to reach my end goal is by, like Sam, picking up experiences and, you know, learning new things. And for me, I think your employment history is 
super important like it really br- propels you like more than other people at times depending on what you do where you work and who you're working for because yeah. in at the end of the day it's all about your portfolio your performance and what you do that those are the things that makes you have credibility in the end that people will be impressed of so for me working from like i did my internship in in a top firm and then i move on to a medium firm and after that i worked uh, i deviated from architecture and went into beam started my own company in interior design doing a lot of stuff including beam as well but it was more towards helping uh aiding the what do you call it suppliers like material suppliers to build up their families their systems to make their lives easier so i did a lot of things along the way and now i'm doing beam again with sam and like what he said he we learn a lot of software technical stuff which is very usable uh useful and it's usable it's relevant to what we do and for my future job these are the things that will help me to be better in knowing my stuff especially if i want to work in like management things i need to understand how things work at the bottom as well so this for me this is how i see it it's more of like a stepping stone towards achieving my end goal because i have that at like the center of my brain and be like yeah this is where you're going so this is what you have to do first and then right. what's the next step and the next part and the next step so this is how it drives me lah right yeah have you guys ever like felt pressure to follow a certain path like definitely for example um like you're expected to become architect after you graduate yeah but we can see that right now we have tried so many stuff like lam has tried uh setting up her own company I am doing beam um Scarlet still taking the traditional route and there's literally tons of um opportunities and mm-hmm. uh things that that architecture graduates can do like right now we are doing content creation right mm-hmm. so but when you were still in school have you felt pressured to become an architect uh Scarlet yeah I was in school Yeah. Um I would say so. I mean, everyone expects you to be an architect. But I guess we have to be realistic sometimes that out of all our classmates, only a few might even be a licensed architect. And it's reality. You you can't expect everyone to be an architect of like the entire class. Like there's no way. No way. And for me being in architecture industry itself like even after graduation going into my first firm everyone expects you to continue with your masters like right after like 6 months which like yeah that's why I had my doubts like I I mentioned in the beginning I had a lot of doubts like what should I do what to do next like it's I wouldn't say it's peer pressure but it's kind of peer pressure because all my colleagues most of them were doing part 2 in my previous architecture firm and they really expect those who graduated from part 1 to continue their footsteps as well because apparently that's for the best and 
I just want to share a bit. Like, I've asked a few of my friends mm. who are doing their part two masters that is it worth it to go through that process? And they say like, if you don't intend to do your licensed architect exam, then probably masters is not worth your time and money to go through like another student loan debt, which. In a way, for me, I agree because, like I say, I'm not going into that path. Instead, I want to do everything else, but that, you know. So I think, yeah. So for me, it's just a matter of how you perceive perceive it and how you want to act on it. Like no matter what people say, in the end, the choice is yours. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Mm, how about Scarlett? Do you have like any doubts when you first come out mm. of uh, graduation? Yeah, definitely. I remember thinking like during architecture school, it was very hard, and you always have this feeling of like, oh my god, can I even make it? Like my designs are not like what the lecturers really. Wanted like they don't, they don't appreciate my designs. Uh, but thankfully, like my final, my my final design went well. But there's always this uh, nagging feeling like, oh my god, can I actually yeah. make it? Like, right, so... do I have what it takes to make it? And that kind of threw me off for some time. And also like what Lam said. Like what Lam said lah. Everyone feels like. Keeps pressuring you to continue with your master straight away. Even during my internship, everyone was、uh, leaving the company, like going for their masters in like amazing universities, like in Greenwich, in NUS, in UM, all these like amazing universities. Yeah, right. And I also felt pressured that I have to go to these amazing universities to prove myself. You know, it that's the kind of pressure that I was feeling in、uh, mm. to to sort of present and to show myself that you know I can actually do it. But after working for a few years, and then as I was applying for my master's programs, COVID hit, so yeah. Yeah. I decided to put off my master's. Because I don't really want to go for online learning, and that that yeah, that kind of gave me a bit of clarity as to like what I wanted, and whether this rush, uh, is、yeah. it really what I want, or is it just because like society or everyone around me thinks that you should rush? So, yeah, so. I came to realize that I do still want all those things. I still want all those goals, but、right. the time for me is not as important as like what I feel comfortable doing. Like right now, I feel more comfortable working and gaining those experiences than going for online learning because personally, I know that I don't like、mm. it. I don't like on like online learning, and I don't think that online learning is productive, especially for a studio environment. I did talk to a lecturer, 
And he did say like studio yeah. online is pretty pretty useless. <laughs> yeah. So I I just think that, you know, since I don't like it, why do I go through with it? So um, I rather just wait. I rather wait. I mean this COVID situation uh, is definitely not helping Uh, any of our plans has been derailed I'm not even sure that I can make it to become architect when I'm 30 Um, yeah so (laughs) so how has how has the uh, pandemic set you back (laughs) and how how do you feel or what can be done to maybe like catch up back to your plans Scarlet? Um, I wouldn't say as much as catching up as uh, the plans have changed so for me I feel like COVID has sort of pushed back the timeline for me so I've been working for two years plus going on three years so <clears throat> I think my plans were just delayed as to whether or not i become an architect at 30 to me that's not really like a huge goal to hit now it's more of the goal has now changed and shifted to become like okay yes i want to be an architect the time yeah like the time i can uh yeah, when, not to say like when everything falls together, but I'll take it as a step as it is. So for me, it's like the big goal is becoming an architect, but the path to it and the time and the road and everything, it's, I'll take it a step at a time. Yeah, right. definitely. How, how about Lam? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know you're... I know your goal isn't to um, pursue architecture more, but um, yeah, how how has COVID affected you? To be honest, I think the only thing that COVID has affected me is moving forward to to find a better opportunity or even to actually learn new things. I mean, learning new things as in gaining experiences from different types of industry. That's what I meant. So definitely due to COVID, like a lot of companies are not making a lot of money, which is understandable. And people are like struggling. So for them to even hire people at this point is I wouldn't say it's unrealistic there there are companies hiring but it's not easy to come by and given with you know like what we say we've only graduated like two and a half years ago or almost three years it's still considered as wouldn't say it's fresh graduate but it's junior entry level and most of the jobs that are open right now are mainly catered towards senior or even executive level which is something that we're not capable of doing yet so definitely COVID has um, closed off some opportunities for me to 
move forward or to carry on with my plans. So yeah, that's that's what I observe these days, and I know that myself because I'm going through it myself. And it's not that I'm not happy with what I'm doing right now. It's just that I don't want to stay in one place for too long, because I have other goals and other things that I want to try out. Right. Yeah. I guess for me, um, I when COVID hit, it was so sudden. Like no one could have expected it, and everyone was just thrown uh, back home. I remember like the fear of, uh, of of contracting COVID and and everything there is. So, um, basically, COVID hit us at a very early point in our career. So most of us have, um, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say um, we are, we are. We need to adapt to working from home since we basically work from home like every time. Um, but the thing is, um, I've been taking this COVID period, pandemic period, as a chance to try out new things and learn. Uh, hence, this podcast is part of it. Um, get new experiences, try new stuff. Um, basically exploring my options uh, as an architect. Um, if I don't want to pursue the traditional route, um, this is where I could go forward with. So um, it has definitely set back uh, some of my plans, like uh, getting masters. But in the meantime, it has also uh, I'm very fortunate to be granted like opportunities to learn new stuff, uh, stuff other outside architecture. So, um, yeah, and to close this off, let's just uh, do a brief discussion. Like, are our paths meant to be set? Like, for for me, I think that I think that life is so uncertain. Like, suddenly COVID hit, and our our plans just got derailed and everything. Um, for me, I like planning things out, but things you have to just um take note that things won't really go in your way uh, go how you want it to be so what we have to do is basically just make the best out of every situation we have and yeah so that's my takeaway from this how about yeah. Scarlett? well I don't think that life is set out like pre-planned for us you know like that's I don't believe in like or destiny or something that like life is something that you fulfill How, what what do you what is that word again like what fate? fulfilling destinies or manifest destiny like I don't believe that life is pre-planned for us yeah I believe that life is what you yourself make of it yeah. and like what sam said life is very unpredictable and sometimes things just come i i had a interesting experience uh in my career which really made me like believe that life is not planned out because i like, i was in the toastmasters group for a few years i am still a toastmaster now 
And because of to- because of that, I managed to become an MC for our local architecture festival. And because of that, I met my current boss. And because of that, I got to work for him. And because of him, I get to work on many many other projects. So, I think it's not pre-planned because these these kind of things feel too because these are choices that I make myself. I wanted to become this, then I want I took up the opportunity to be the MC. I took up the opportunity to work with my boss and that's how like my opportunities came about. So I don't believe that life is pre-planned. So I believe just take whatever opportunities are given to you at your own time. I guess I guess it that's reminds mine. me of like one of the Steve Jobs Steve Jobs quotes. It's like you going forward you can only put your dots in. But when you look back, and then only you realize how you connected all the dots. So, yeah, mm. it's it's mm. it's one of the quotes given to me uh, when I was doing my internship with a startup company. Yeah, they were real Steve Jobs fans. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about you, yeah. Lam? What, what do you think? Hmm. I think I'm a very simple-minded person. And yeah, like 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 what Scarlett said, you know, ev- everything you have to work on your own to get to what you want, which sometimes it's easier said than done. Yeah, it's it's definitely not easy to get what you want. Like nothing ever comes to you for free. And I do believe that there is always a better opportunity to be taken and to to explore and if you're just stuck in one place forever then yeah you may learn a thing or or two but is there growth right and that's what i always believe and it has always been my sort of principles that i go by every day that i do want to always seek for better opportunities because i want what i want Mm -hmm. and I'm not just gonna be in one place and be comfortable because change is not comfortable. Is change inevitable. is constant. <laughs> right. Change inevitable. Is inevitable change is the constant because yeah. you're always changing I, things. I guess. So yeah, that's my summary of it. I guess, yeah. I, I guess we come to a consensus where if you want something, you just have to like take the initiative and go and seek out opportunities. Um, yeah, you we'll have to step probably, out of your comfort zone sometimes. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about um, opportunities in a later little episode, but I think that's all we have time for. So thank you for Yay. listening. I hope you have a good thank day. You. And I'm Sam. I'm Lam. And I'm Scarlett. And we are the Studio Living Project. Signing <laughs> off now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.